0: Overflow. Hey Overflow. <laughs> this is through. definitely part of it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um last week was great having Park in here. That was really nice. So yes. you guys think oh, yeah. I do yeah, think Yeah, I think so. Too. It was awesome. We've had such good feedback from that. Um also happy October.
1: Bro, this year has gone so fast. It's gone it's really I cannot fast. believe it's October. <laughs> Sunday was October
0: 1st. I know. Yeah. It's crazy. That's crazy. So we're in this like last little quarter, right? I mean
1: yeah. I, know, I don't yeah, know yeah. I don't know how quarters
0: work maybe yeah, that's fours course. okay <laughs> <laughs>
1: 25 25s.
2: well, well is, here we are is it really I don't think fours that's right. or is it three? I think it's three. 12 months no October November December is a quarter well four sets of three
0: Yes. Yeah, fours. Here we go. <laughs> 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 <Happy> <laughs> That's
3: called thinking fat oh, right there. This is <laughs> broken.
0: Okay. Um, well, uh, <laughs> um, okay. Let's do story. Well, before we do story time, I want to do a couple of like announcement type of things. So num- I know, so fun. Number one. We are going to take a two-week break, boo, Uh, but we really, we have to. Um, So we're going to take a two-week break. In this two weeks, here are some things we encourage you to do. Go back and get caught up. Mm -hmm. If you've been avoiding either one of the forgiveness podcasts, Mm -hmm. go listen. It's the time um, Mm. to go ahead and do that.
1: I heard, for real, this is serious. Okay. Uh, There is a lot of people who have commented on those forgiveness podcasts. I agree. I agree.
0: You know what, though? What? I have the insights. Like what I mean? I get the I get to see the numbers. Oh. Some people listen to that first podcast Uh-oh. that did not listen to that second. Forget.
1: Oh. <laughs> We yes. know your name comes up. <laughs> and, and that we is not alerted. a
0: shaming thing as your sister in Christ. <laughs> no. I'm just encouraging you. Maybe, that, maybe take the, the dive.
1: I say that to say people who, who have listened to it have they commented on it because yes. it's helped. And it's not just necessarily with you forgiving, yeah. but it's receiving forgive. But there's, there's a lot of things in there um, that, that really help.
0: So. Yeah, I agree. And so we have had a lot of really good feedback. So I'm partially joking. Like yeah. the, everybody's also, in their own journey. It's I would okay. also say
2: like, with that feedback has gone, like, has come back a lot of testimonies. Like, yes. Not just like, mm-hmm. oh, that was good. Like, actual, like,
0: Breakthrough, freedom. Yes. Like, yeah, it's been really, really sweet to hear. So um, go back and maybe listen to anything that you haven't been able to catch up on. So we're going to give you two weeks to catch up. Go listen to the Revelation series. If there have been any Sundays that you've missed and you're feeling like maybe because we, if you missed a chapter, or you missed a Sunday that you're feeling like, oh, I don't really know about this part. Um, go listen to that because what we are going to come back with in two weeks is our Q&A. Fun. So that's kind of the second announcement. If you have any questions about Revelation, which we've gotten several so far um, that we're excited to kind of unpack uh, on that episode, but we still want your questions. So if you have any questions about Revelation, um, it can really, I mean, it can be really anything. This can be a whole Q&A session because what I've realized is Revelation— can actually pull up questions about any other book like well Mm -hmm. then what does this mean here or what okay if this is taking us all the way back to Genesis I have questions about Genesis like that kind of thing so um, it's all interconnected it's all one big story so of course you might have other questions so please submit those questions uh, newriver.church slash podcast Mm -hmm. you can submit them anonymously or not Um, we probably won't mention names in general um, Mm -hmm. you know anyway so even if you put your name on it we're not going to say who you are we just want to be able to have open conversations about these questions so those are my kind of housekeeping things. I mean, really also uh, more like Jesus came out. So if you haven't streamed that yet, go listen to more like Jesus. Um, Randy sent a funny, he sent a funny text in, our, in the worship group oh. chat about how to listen to that song is basically like go make some toast and then listen to more like what Jesus toast? and have toast? because have Cassidy's buttery vocals.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh. He's funny, man. I love inside jokes. Uh, yeah, I'd love to be, to be a part, a part, of, part of one someday.
0: someday. <laughs> so that was super fun. Um, so go listen to more like Jesus. Um, oh my gosh. If you're listening to this before Sunday,
2: what? I was scared, but
0: I was gonna let the cat out of the bag that we're actually gonna sing it on Sunday. Oh yeah! But we I feel are. like people who listen to Overflow, you guys get the inside scoop. Yeah, because yeah, we they just deserve can't, it. we can't keep secrets. No, <laughs> <laughs> we get too excited. Uh, so we're gonna sing that on Sunday. So go learn all the lyrics. You <laughs> it's scared? A lot of lyrics. You
2: scared the crap out <laughs> Why? of me because I'm like, is there another song I'm supposed no. to have published? Oh God! <laughs> you're gonna be I honestly thought that's what you're saying. You're
0: gonna be. Forever triggered by not knowing the lyrics to more like Jesus well, that <laughs> on that rail. That yeah. was hilarious.
1: Oh yeah, that was that, that was, was good. Super funny. I had to text job. That was funny. <laughs> you know, let's not talk about it. it was good First stuff. off, they set every single person up because there's no way they would have known that except Alex. Chill, you know, bro. He wrote it, but uh,
0: yeah. Well, that was a point.
1: No, I know. That's why I was <laughs> Yeah,
2: I was, listen, I was cut off I guard. You know, I'm not even going to give you excuses. You know, <laughs> yeah. whatever. I failed. You know? Alex was
0: the one who should have gotten
2: it. Oh, oh, it so your face funny. at the end. You're like,
0: oh, no! <laughs> ah! <laughs> 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 Bro, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I've like, listened to the song
2: a million times. Obviously, like, I produced the uh-huh. song. So, like, editing and making <laughs> stuff for it. But, Sally, there's a, there's a lot of lyrics. And I thought <laughs> there was a trick question. I was like, what are y'all asking me? You know? I,
0: I know um okay so those are housekeeping type of things and now I do want to go into story time I wasn't here on Sunday but I did watch online and it was amazing what a great message yeah um yeah I know that you felt a little you felt yeah, like uneasy, it was a little yeah. heavy
1: well it was you know <laughs> yeah it's never easy to talk about these things yeah. I, I can't imagine John writing this and oh my gosh like, you know, I mean, like, I've uh, never
0: thought of that like I
1: didn't touch in that down.
0: context like him having to write this and but share with, at the same share time, this.
1: okay, so this is what, this is why mm. this revelation is so crazy is so it tells us he's carried in the spirit. So at that point, this is, I'm just talking. Yeah. Yeah. Like, does he have a greater understanding of the full plan? Mm. So when he sees things like chapter 20, when we're talking about the lake of fire, yeah. like, is he like, it's okay to write these things because he understands the full purpose of it all.
0: Well, in the visions, hmm. when he's talking about just the evil things that are going to happen, in general, um, and we've talked about this a lot. That in in the end, um, this was a this a prophecy in Isaiah that sin will be at its peak. Mm. So will will he have even more insight? Like, think of all the evil we see in the world right now. Mm-hmm. We, we haven't gotten there yet. Like, it will be the worst yeah. that it's ever been. Mm. And so, does he have that perspective too? Mm. So to ride of the lake of fire is is like the cleansing. Of, yeah. the, of, of the evil is hmm. the, it actually does become like, no, you don't know how bad it's going to be. So yeah. this is actually I a good thing. That's why it's, that's
2: why it's just. Yeah. yeah. I would add to like the context of, you know, how old is John when he, when he, when he's writing this, you know, he's an older man. He's lived through a lot. Mm-hmm. He's been persecuted and mm-hmm. tried. People have tried to kill him, Yeah, <laughs> you know? Um, And then John, the beloved.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So he has a, a, a love for Jesus that mm-hmm. not a not a lot of other people have gotten, and so to then be brought in glory like this and get the re- this revelation, the perspective of maturity and like I loved how you phrased it. It's like he has seen things, and there's a special place of maturity where you're like, okay, I'm I'm starting to understand in some context, right? Yeah, the purpose. So he's
0: also at the crucifixion,
2: like that's yeah. what, Like
0: so, he actually saw. He saw what happened to g which is like what, if we were if we were there we would live very differently yeah. if we were there to watch our christ be crucified oh and everything Lord, yeah. he endured so justice
2: you see we, have, we can only lot. imagine and he was actually
0: there wow
1: like yeah that's that was crazy. a good point right? we say it, we know it yeah but to think about what he actually saw you know i think too is we don't understand the depth of um Idol worship, or did you know that's where I was going?
0: No, I thought you were going to say sin, but I mean, idol well, yes. worship. Yeah, but wow,
1: I was going more specifically that, just because yeah. of, at that time it's the Antichrist in control, and even this sounds terrible for me to say, but I'm just being real as a human. Even teaching it, I still don't understand the full depth of how Christ feels when we worship another God. Mm-hmm. Yeah whether it's yourself or in Revelation mm-hmm. Antichrist, it's like, yeah, he'll be in he control and we'll, we'll, some people will submit to him. But it's like, when we see the uh, what happens when you worship a false mm-hmm. God, that you're thrown to the lake of fire for all of eternity, mm. that's how real it is to God. Wow. And it's hard for us, I think, for me to grasp
2: yeah. the reality
1: of that. Yeah. So I can't place... And when we say God is just, and I truly trust that, but it's still like, but Lord, that is harsh, man. So there is no turning back for these people Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. all of eternity. Mm -hmm. Um, I was listening to something too. And it's like, we got to understand too, in eternity, time is gone. There is Mm -hmm. no time. It's not like you're going to look at a watch. It's just on and on and on and on and on. So for all of that time, people will be tormented day and night because of their earthly decisions. That's a reality that's hard to swallow. It
0: is, and this this does make us grapple, you know, with with hard truths of the Bible. But that maybe I've mentioned it before. There's an article I read somewhere along this journey of Revelation that you know, Christians, we can feel embarrassed by this book, like embarrassed, embarrassed. Like I don't want you to see the harsh judgment God. I want you to see the Mm. Jesus God who leaves the ninety nine for one. Like you know, and they are they are the same. And um, we, there is no need to be embarrassed or ashamed or really insh- ashamed of this book and the reality of what happens. Going
2: back to Sunday that I really appreciated that you like gave context for is like, we have to teach the whole Bible, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. we can't leave things out. And so there will be Sundays where, heck, you're on Revelation 20, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you know, and it's like, and I love, this sounds like a bit cynical, but like, it does add some tension in a room. Mm-hmm you know, because of our nature to want to see justice, but at the same time to, have, to want to see mercy, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, because we are made in God's image. So yeah. we have his attributes in us. Wow, that's good. Thanks. You know, and, so. And I wanted to go to
1: that too, because I was actually talking to Park yesterday and he was saying, I was just kind of debriefing. Because again, I like, guess mm-hmm. it was hard to teach and it still affects you days later. Oh yeah. Because it's not that the message, it's I'm praying that people understood God's purpose for writing this. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I, I pray that people didn't feel condemned. Mm-hmm. And I'm not necessarily talking about believers that we see here. I'm mm-hmm. talking about those who might not have ever been to our church, mm-hmm. who's not a Christ father, who might be struggling mm-hmm. in a situation. I hope through what we talked about, they saw compassion. Um, wow. So I was processing well, that with, with Park and he literally said, there is no love if God Didn't have justice.
4: Mm
1: -hmm. He had that is a display of his love, Mm -hmm. and like you just said, we all want justice when we're wronged. Mm -hmm. But when you see God's okay, well, here's here's what it is. Then it's like, well, gosh, that's that's way too harsh. Mm -hmm. No, that's that's love. Mm -hmm. That's the depth of sin and how sin has to be punished. Mm -hmm. And the beauty of this is when you surrender to Christ. That's exactly what happened to Jesus. I mean, he took every. Sin of the entire world on his shoulders, and we have the opportunity to receive free grace through mm-hmm. belief in him. You don't have to experience that;
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, it's through Christ.
0: And this is just, that's so good. And this is just for anybody whose mind is wondering, like, why would God do that? Why would God do that? The reality is that anyone who wants to come to Jesus will be able to come to Jesus. Yes, like
2: Did, that's that thing it, that that's you, it. the thing that you said, Ryan, about like the blotting, yeah. Like uh, oh gosh, that your, name so your name's already out.
0: there, but Girl, it will be blotted out. That's a that was the Yes, that's that a, was the hold thing. On.
1: That's an opinion. <laughs> I mean, it's opinion of a lot of people. Yeah. Because what's hard about that? Because don't to hold, hold your thought out. It's because that's a um that's something I never realized. And yeah. I thought, okay, so if you look at these multiple verses, there's nine times. Mm-hmm. Some of them talk about writing it. Some of them talking about blotting it. So. Interesting. It it is very interesting. I'm
2: I'm not going to jump the gun yet with where we're going to, but I was reading, uh, I think it's somewhere in Exodus where the Lord talks about blotting out the, um, what's their names? I don't know how to pronounce it that well. Uh, I just saw the name. Either way, I make no, it's one of these. my Yes,
0: Malakites.
2: I think so. Malakites. But like the Lord said that he used that word blotting them out mm-hmm. forever. And I was like, oh, yeah. because they they went against me, you uh-huh. know? And then it just brought me back to Sunday. I was like, that to me, I'm playing keys behind you. And that's when you, you started hitting on that. And I'm like, are people hearing this? Mm. You know? And regardless if it's like theory or whatever, like how you're saying, it's like. There's a lot of truth in this. It's like from the beginning the Lord wants you to be his and yes. you are. His. Yes. And that was my main point. Yes. yes,
1: yes. So it's yeah, it's not necessarily don't get so caught up on the blotting out part. Mm-hmm. It's He is the author of life. Mm -hmm. So if it's the book of life, and that's what I was trying to say too, is God doesn't want heaven without Mm -hmm. any of his children, Mm -hmm. but he has to be just in his judgment. So he's just to us when we ask for forgiveness and we receive the kingdom Mm -hmm. of God. He's also just when we reject God Mm -hmm. he says, I gave you the choice. Mm -hmm. I still have to be who I am in my Mm -hmm. character and I can't be flawed because I am faithful and I am true. Mm -hmm. Therefore,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: that's the other destination. Yeah. That's the reality of God. So we can't point fingers at God because He is the only one who is actually mm-hmm. just in His judgments.
0: This wow. is, that's, it's a place that I have to get to a lot because even my mind can wander sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I know Mine people too, probably yeah. have those questions of why would God create someone knowing what their yeah. eternity would be? He still has loved them and giving them the free choice. He mm-hmm. wanted them to come and anyone who wanted to choose Jesus would have that opportunity yes. to do so. Um, there is nobody who decides they want Jesus that will be turned away and you have to kind of get to that place where you understand like but he w- he will accept anyone who yes. comes to him yes um, but he gives people that choice which
1: is also wild yeah <laughs> you oh, know ago, yeah. I've seen all these things pop up on my reels of the have y'all seen the video of the, the thieves on the cross and Jesus in the middle mm-hmm. and it's the guy kind of comparing the two-hmm um, I'm sure you've seen it, but it's it's so good that basically says he has he has no doctrine. Yep. He has no uh, he was not baptized. Mm-hmm. I mean he went down the line. He's never taken communion. <laughs> yeah. Didn't speak in tongues. <laughs> no, he didn't speak in <laughs> like tongues. Like, yeah, he didn't no,
2: he didn't do any had of that. people all these things. Because that hits other people's theologies. Like, oh you gotta speak in but no, 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 no. This, no these two like you know, this specific guy that entered into paradise didn't have any of these things. Mm-hmm. Nothing. He didn't know the Bible at all. Mm-hmm. You know? He didn't even know who Jesus was until that moment. Oh yeah. And then but that's
1: that's so Talk about justice. Mm -hmm. It's amazing.
0: That's good. Well, great message, um, truly. And we got a lot of feedback on that, on your message too, which I thought was Um, great. And I think a testament to how um, boldly you spoke in truth, but still gentle and helping people understand he wants you.
1: Well, that was the prayer all week. That was a prayer for pastoral prayer. I literally said, pray that the Holy Spirit let me speak with compassion
3: Mm -hmm. because it is
1: a hard text. Mm -hmm. We understand that. Mm -hmm. But please, Lord, let it be with compassion. And I gotta say this too. I think too. he did that. Yeah. This, um, the way we broke it up, also made yesterday a little more uh, Sunday a little more harsh than it it is written. Because mm-hmm. if you look at it, ver- chapter twenty, it's the very first part is talking about the glory yeah. of the saints wow. in the thousand year kingdom. So I mean, it's that, and then it goes into the defeat of Satan. Yeah. So it, when you put it in the context of the whole passage, it does kind of soften it, and it really clearly defines who he's talking about
0: mm-hmm.
1: for those two. But either way.
0: Yeah, very good. That
1: makes sense.
0: It did make sense. Um,
1: how about this, though? Sorry, and no, I'm done. No, I'm no, no, don't be done. Um, you're good. Talking about the lake of fire mm-hmm. and how we have the uh, different ideas of what hell, Hades, Sheol, lake of fire mm-hmm. is, um, I thought it was good for me personally to be able to put those things of, yeah. of who they, what they truly are. Yeah. Like Hades and the hell. When we think of hell, we th- we're thinking of the lake of fire. Yeah. Not necessarily what the Bible calls Hades, which yeah. is a different place. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah. I, 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 I did still feel not, I don't, not like because of your teaching or anything. I still just felt like I don't, well, I feel like I, my brain can't really wrap around. It's
1: hard. Well, it yeah, is, I mean, it's like, hard. It is, to, yeah. So from, that, I, that
0: you, I think you said, maybe this is what the scripture said that, Satan and hell or hell will be thrown into the lake of fire. Death and Hades. Death and Hades will be thrown into the lake of fire. So
1: death, meaning there is no more death. Or Satan,
0: sorry, whatever you said.
1: Well, it's Satan, yes. But then death and Hades are also thrown into the lake of fire.
0: So Satan destroyed or like as a ruler of... The like a like, is that a thing? No, so like, I
1: made a clear thing about that too, because sometimes w- there's multiple false doctrines, right? Okay. One that hell doesn't exist because yes. God will let everybody into the kingdom of God. Yeah. It's clearly false if you look uh-huh. at Revelation 20. That's what we taught on. Mm-hmm. So that's one. The second one is like when you, when people go to. The lake of fire or hell that Satan, yeah, going to be on a throne. No, yeah. it is very clear. The devil who has deceived them and the beast will be tormented day and night wow. forever and ever. It's right there. Revelation 20 verse 10. So their punishment.
0: Here's a question. Will be wow. anybody what would Christ. torment Satan? Cause he's such a tormentor. What would be his torment?
1: Like, ah, oh, oh, man, I don't know. Does he feel pain? Like, yeah, physical pain? Yeah. I have no idea. Uh, That's a great question. Uh, That's not
0: interesting. F- we
1: don't have that. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's making him watch. Yeah. Making Satan watch what's Glory. happening in heaven. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, interesting. You know, and one thing that we don't realize too is a form of torment in hell is just separation yeah. from everything that is good, good, which is God. Yeah. Just being apart from him yeah. is going to be torment mm-hmm. that, that we don't. Grasp and understand. Yes, but yeah, it's not a party. He ain't on a no, throne. A party. Party. That He's is the tormented. that
0: is the lie. And I, I this went around <clears> throat> maybe throat> at the beginning of this year. It was something like that, and it was um, I'm. It's not political. It's spiritual, but it happened to make its politi- You know, rounds in the political world. Mm-hmm. But it was this whole. Um, it was like Target, and it had they had the artist, and yeah. I went through and looked at this guy's stuff, and um, one of his biggest things was like basically if all the Christians are going to be in heaven, like I can't mm-hmm. wait to be in hell with Satan or something like yeah. that was the, the heart behind it was yeah. like, yeah. It, yeah, this is, I, it's going to be more fun like with Satan and hell. And it's just like, what a, Death's what a deception. To kind of just
2: perhaps dig a little deeper on that question about like what's going to be his torment or yeah. whatever. It's like, uh, I definitely believe that in the spirit as it's a reflection of what's physical here on Mm -hmm. earth like i I definitely believe like there's going to be pain um and suffering because throughout scriptures you see that like spirits and all that kind of stuff they do find pleasure in things and Mm -hmm. satisfaction in things Mm and um they eat they you know like all these things it's like yeah hell is going to be painful yeah Mm. you know like yeah um, it's yeah. not gonna be emotionless or mm-hmm. nose you know. You, no, yeah. You, you know have that. sensitivity, you mm-hmm. have feelings, you you know, like
3: mm-hmm.
2: um imagine how much more real in your spirit. Yeah. You know, only because we can grasp here the physicality mm-hmm. of like our flesh, but no, in the spirit, I think it's gonna be even more.
3: Yeah.
2: Look that when Jesus casted out that one demon and the and the demons are or the the demons are like, just um not yet. The pigs, yeah. yeah, don't please don't just send us there, yeah. Put us, you know, in the pigs, you know, like
0: Oh, I love him Park said. He's just like, "They know what's coming." Oh, they know I what's coming. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um. So, but I think the most best way to articulate it, to just rephrase it is just what Ryan said: is complete separation from the Lord mm-hmm. is complete torment. Mm-hmm.
3: You
2: mm-hmm. know, and the the funny thing is, that as much torment as um, evil spirits cause right now, the fact that they're still on Earth yeah. with some level of goodness. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying?
0: What what do we call that? Common grace? Yeah, it's common grace. Like age, we, yeah. you, whether you know love or whatever your yeah. feelings are towards Jesus, you are on earth created by God in all yep. of his goodness. You are experiencing the common grace yep. of and that's just in, living in a world that God has created in his love.
1: Yeah. And I think the intent is to show people the glory of mm-hmm. God. I mean, it's to draw them.
0: Yeah. The real mercy triumphs over judgment. Yeah. He doesn't desire for anyone to go there. And so these this is these are the things we have to anchor ourselves in as believers because if we get too far away from it, we we will be ashamed of revelation. We'll be ashamed of the God of judgment, the God who judges sin mm. justly. We'll become ashamed of that. And we can't. It's mm-hmm. it's a good part of his character and his yeah. nature. And you, this is what's funny because you'll see people get so they want to fight for all these social justice things. And it's like then you know what. You know what justice is, you know, mm-hmm. you want justice, but sometimes it's, until, it goes a little crazy. Well, that's, what,
1: that's, and that's my whole point on this too, is I feel like we want justice until God's thrown into it. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, that's unfair. Yeah. You know, it's like, how yeah. can we determine what yeah. is fair and what is not
4: fair? Mm-hmm.
0: I heard this yesterday. It was this, uh, he was talking about, well, he was talking about whatever, but the, he pulled out a verse in Isaiah that says, their mercy is wicked. So it's mm. people will have an idea of what mercy actually is, but it's wicked. It's not that's, true mercy. Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm. Wow. You know the, the last thing I'll say too about Lake of Fire is there'll be different forms of torment or levels of torment. That's the one. That's depending wild. on your sin. That's Same. I mean. It's, oh yeah. I wouldn't yeah. say it's a mirror image of heaven because that's wrong. But
0: it's a shadow. So, shadow. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. like heaven, you get different rewards, but no. now you also get different punishments. Yeah. And so when you talk about the torment of the devil, you got to imagine that one's going to be pretty bad.
4: But, yeah.
1: But think about. Just history of actual humans and things that they've done. Yeah, you do because that's what it says. You're um, when they stand before the great white throne judgment, mm-hmm. the book of mm-hmm. they're punished or however it says according to the things they have done.
0: So let so with that, I almost feel like it's the perfect place to. I feel like tingly. My hands feel tingly. I <laughs> literally Lord. I uh. feel like that's the perfect transition because. <laughs> As believers, we sh- we can't look at this from a haughty place and be like, thank God I'm not going there. Yeah. No, thank God you're Grace. not going there. Yeah. You were. Yeah. You were bound for that wow. in your sin. You were dead in it.
4: Wow. Yeah. And
0: because of what Jesus has done, this is something we should feel to our core. And yeah. we can't be haughty about it and like, when we look at people and be like, oh, their head is straight for hell and like have like an arrogance mm-hmm. about it, this is our urgency as believers. If that's the
1: way you feel, which I'll be honest, I think at times we all mm-hmm. might have that, then we well, need to check our when we see heart.
0: wickedness, we we, again, in our justice, we want it to be judged. So we're like, you don't have to answer for that, yeah. you know, but, right, yeah. but we really Man. can't be haughty. We were headed for the same, right. or the and same when thing. When we
1: understand, like we've been saying, what is actually going to occur yeah. in a cycle of fire, it should move us towards compassion for yes. those that you're speaking about. Yes. Those who are so lost and are on the road to this. Yes. Instead of pointing a finger, instead of doing what you're saying, mm-hmm. man, we got to have compassion and say, yes. gosh, please help, please understand, pray for them. Yes. Even if you can't speak to them, pray that the
4: Lord will And I will do, th- th- I have them. to say,
0: I do think the lack of compassion comes from the place of, I have still not, I may mm. have recognized I was a sinner enough to know that I needed a savior, well, yeah. but not the depths of my sin. Mm-hmm. That I, I really, <laughs> I wasn't just bad. I was fully dead in my sin yeah. and how much we've been rescued. From and that the price was Jesus on the cross. This is what gets us emotional. Yeah. And it increases our worship when we come to this like full understanding. And so this is the topic for today. And I'm going to throw it over to Alex. So, Alex, you're kind of leading our topic today. But it overcame me like this, this is it. If we don't realize that, why would we be excited? Why would we be thankful and full of emotion if we think, if we don't think our sin was that bad and it didn't really require a whole lot to get us out of it, you yeah. know? Mm. Um, so I'm gonna throw it over to you and I don't even know what to title this or anything, but yeah. I want to, I want you to kind of share what your topic is today. I
2: think I want to, I want to talk about prison worship. Um, been I've been feeling like for the past few months, like how do you, how do you help people understand when they, when they hear the word worship, not to automatically just, view like music or mm-hmm.
3: yeah.
2: um, because we've been so like, um, we've almost been like trained yeah in church culture to just like, we hear the word worship and we automatically think of worship bands mm-hmm. or worship music or, and again, then we, then we go to the other spectrum, which is like, well, everything's worship and everything is worship. Um, but I would love to like take us on a journey. And um, I personally feel that, you know, at least for our church body, um, for this next several months, in some sort of in some sort, um, be teaching just a little bit on this as, as yeah. we can.
0: Yeah, I love that.
2: Um, so today, yeah. I want to talk about praise a little bit. I want to talk about specifically. I want to talk about um, the significance of like raising our hands.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I feel like maybe on another study, um, not for today, because I'm not like fully.
0: Maybe.
2: I'm not fully. Um, educated and mm-hmm. I have glimpses, but not fully educated on there's like seven or eight different postures in the Hebrew and in the Greek of like raising your hands and stuff, but oh, we're not going to yeah. get that, into that. Mm-hmm. We can do that for another day today. I want to specifically just the simplicity foundation of um, hands being raised um, and clapping and shouting. Yeah. Um, and I just want to, I do want to challenge people in one sense. Um, and I don't mean this arrogantly at all but I really don't care about like necessarily my background. Mm-hmm. I don't care about your background. I care about what the Bible has to yes. say. Mm-hmm. Thank you for um, saying that, I love like, that. Again, we, we want to really reiterate, um, it's not about our experiences mm-hmm. though, they're beautiful, mm-hmm. um, but it's always, always has to do with what is written.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: What does God in his perspective um, command us to do? What does he encourage us to do? Mm-hmm. Um, What edifies us and what doesn't edify us? And why is it that we minimalize things or Mm -hmm. act like, no, that's not for Mm me? Um, And so the foundation is this, um, and this will probably be a phrase that we keep saying, but if you are a born again Christian, I really believe that the Lord has already deposited in your spirit, your new nature. And in, in your new nature, you are literally created to worship with your hands, with your mouth, You know, like with your posture, like this is the stuff that we really want to encourage you. Like you are a new creation. Mm -hmm. You're not this introverted, shy person, you know, and perhaps that is um, perhaps that's just how you would say, well, my nature is this or heck, I want to do some hot takes here. (laughs) well um you know this is not my enneagram or this is not my um (laughs) my color test or whatever that other thing is like i'm a a red i'm a yellow whatever you know what i'm talking about that's a throwback that is (laughs) a throwback (laughs) regardless of all that again Mm -hmm. what does the bible the the word what does jesus say about your nude nature so
0: good alex you know
2: and why does he tell us to do things sacrificially You know, so again, I'm gonna just we're gonna talk a little bit about praise. I know I kind of gave some of these notes before out a previous welcome, but mm-hmm. hey, not everybody was there, right? Yeah.
3: Um,
2: but this is quite, kind of kind pressure. of a recap on some praise stuff. Um, yeah. Psalm 104 says, "Enter His gates with thanksgiving," mm-hmm. and I remember um, I love um, I don't know, it's like it's it's part of my every prayer is to give thanks to God. Mm-hmm. Because what more can we offer mm-hmm. than give thanks to mm-hmm. him and an acknowledgement? Like, fam, I'm telling you, we don't really have much to offer yeah. the Lord. He has everything. Yeah. But when you say thank you, I'm telling you, he delights in that.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, because you're honoring and you're recognizing. Mm-hmm. But then the second half of this beautiful scripture in Psalms 100 is um, with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. And so there is a level to, when you enter his gates, but then how do you enter his courts mm-hmm. with praise, mm-hmm. you know, give thanks to him and praise his name. So Thanksgiving is about what God has done for us. Praise is about who God is and what he is like. Mm-hmm. Um, and so praise, uh, praise shifts our focus and shifts our sense of not only what's mm-hmm. important to us, but our perspective on life itself. That's true. This is um like some pretty big stuff. Yeah. Um, Because I mean, when you, when you die to yourself and you get in a moment where whether you're in congregational worship or you're in your secret place, Mm -hmm. there is something that very beautiful that happens when you completely fix your eyes on the Lord and you start to just praise him, not ask for things. Yes, Not just say, Lord, I need this. Mm -hmm. I need that. You know, when you just start to call upon his name and put him in his rightful place on the throne, Mm -hmm. you are king. You are worthy. Mm -hmm. There's something special. Yeah. And he always will attend to that.
0: I feel like this is speaking to me a lot because I, even even recently, so if I'm like struggling with hard emotions, I keep thinking, okay, I need to take this thought captive and make it mm-hmm. obedient to Christ. But sometimes that feels hard. So if you're feeling anxiety, you're like, well, I don't know how to mm-hmm. specifically make that obedient to Christ, but I almost feel like, the remedy, it's not me taking the specific thought of what's making me anxious and how do I how do I flip that with scripture? Yeah. It's actually, it has nothing to do with the situation at all. It has nothing to do with the circumstance. It's actually making it obedient to Christ would just be like, God, you're worthy. Hmm. Like, yes. and it doesn't, that doesn't feel like um, a natural equation. It's like, I need to think of the thing that's making me anxious. I need to find the counter scripture or something. Wow. And that's how I make it obedient to Christ. Where really, I think what's speaking to me right now is, no, I just need to get by myself and I need to give praise to God for who he is. And I know I know it because of my history with the Lord that that does bring peace. Yes. The, you yes. know, like it, it just does. And this yes. is why when people are going through crazy stuff and they come into a worship service which may be mm-hmm. or their quiet time or their like yeah. their secret place, but really if they haven't found that yet, if they haven't made that a rhythm yet, so their life is kind of chaotic throughout the week, but they come into a church service. This is, I think this is literally why they leave and say like, oh, I just feel so much peace. Yeah. I needed that. You yes. know, like I needed to give him praise yeah. and not just ask for things. Well, so common, it is, yeah. The common
1: thing we wow. do is we worship out of emotion yeah. and not out of heart and mind.
0: And truth, yes.
1: Spirit and truth. Yes. And I think, you know, true God-centered worship, like you're talking about, mm-hmm. is not by your emotions. Yeah. Now, emotions are a good. Thing. I'm not not wrecking yeah. that, but... It's truly focusing everything, every bit of who you are yeah. on Christ. And so we like to come in and have those excuses. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just shy today. I'm tired today. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I need some coffee today. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm an introvert. Mm-hmm. If you're truly God-centered in your worship, mm-hmm. then those things aren't an, an excuse. Yeah. They, they are relevant. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I, this is probably gonna sound cliche, but I feel like this will land with someone. Like if you are feeling whatever feeling you're feeling, if it's anxious or depressed or upset mm-hmm. or confused, like whatever that is, the answer is not necessarily just to counteract that thought or emotion with something practical. It's like, you need to stop and just praise God yes. for who yes. he is. Yes. You are strong. You are powerful. You are almighty. You are all loving and knowing. all knowing. Like,
4: wow.
0: I, there's nothing that I lack. Like, Yes. Yeah, I think that could be something really good for somebody. It's
1: cliche, but it's that song. I mean, yeah. this is how you fight your battles. Uh-huh. On your knees, praising the Lord. Yes. I mean, there's truth to that. Yes, and Because it's refocusing oh. your mind. It's taking your mind off of the situation
2: yeah. and focusing on the person. <laughs> I on love Jesus. that you uh, said that song. We're going to get into a story. That <laughs> Again, that it's like, it. we, we want to be careful with taking things out of context in the mm-hmm. scriptures, but there's beautiful snippets. If you can mm-hmm. if you could just have an open mind sometimes about... Mm-hmm taking a story even in Old Testament mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, here's a battle and the Lord commanded them to shout or yeah. the Lord commanded mm-hmm. them to raise their hands. And yeah. that was the victory.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And so again, it's not to take things out of context, but we'll, we'll dig into some things and um, see the Let's beauty behind in. it. Um, Hebrews thirteen fifteen, Hebrews? yeah, man, uh, through Jesus, therefore let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that confess his name. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that kind of really just continues to reiterate that, um, our worship is a sacrifice. Mm -hmm. I remember one of of my favorite stories of my dad, when he got saved was he struggled, um, raising his hands Mm -hmm. and he's in Mm -hmm. a Pentecostal church. Everybody's, everybody's Mm -hmm. all in. Right. Um, but he struggled, yeah, you know, and he was seeing family members do it with such quote unquote ease. But he was mm-hmm. like, "Why am I struggling?" And I remember um, hearing this story, even in my teenage years, where he called his mom, who is a faithful love, lover of mm-hmm. Jesus, and his mom gave him this the simplicity of, "Son, worshiping Jesus is a sacrifice.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's not easy."
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: for some reason, it, it something clicked in him. Yeah. He's like, okay, so it's not my, it's not just me or that I'm not worthy enough or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Like, it's because my flesh is battling. Yeah. Yes. And so that's when he said, you know what? And he the next service, he's like, I went all in. I could yeah. care less. That's called yeah. dying to self, by the mm-hmm. way. That's another so, example of that. And that story has always marked me, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to to hear my dad, you know, in his early 20s struggle with something, and then to see how he worships so freely mm-hmm. now. You know, people, if you were to see my dad worship, like, you'd be like. That's that's weird, but, um, but
1: I would rather raise my hands though than slaughter an animal.
0: Yeah, it's a good sec. It's a better sign <laughs> <sacrifice. laughs>
3: of Yes, <laughs> sorry, that's what my went. Hey. But, but you know, uh, I took y- <laughs> you all. like, what is he saying? <laughs> like, yeah.
0: But I no, I get that. Uh, yeah, yes. I'm talking about
1: Old Testament guys. Uh, uh-huh. Okay, just had to clarify, just
4: in case. Yeah, I would. Don't want survived. No. Thank man.
0: you, Lord, for knowing in your sovereignty, I needed to be born mm. in this age. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> yeah.
4: He's, he's pretty smart that He way. knew me.
0: Um, but I want I do want to say this because I think along the same lines of that that story, not that your dad felt this way, but I think some people can feel this way. Like, especially if you're someone who doesn't feel the need to express your worship with your body, your hands, yeah. shouting, like whatever it is. Um, That the feeling is like, first of all, you don't, I think it's common that people don't want people looking at them. Like, so I want to talk about that a little bit, but also um, just looking around, if you're looking at other people and you're not even sure of their motives, like you think that it's superficial for them. And um, there's this one quick quote where he said, um, this guy, what's his name? Uh, John Bloom. And he says, like anything else, shouting can be superficial, but that shouldn't prevent us from shouting. And I think that's so like, there's just, it knocks out, like it doesn't matter if it's superficial Mm. or not. It almost, I'm not going to say it doesn't matter if if it's superficial for you, but I think even that can be a concept of, I've been thinking about this a Mm. a lot lately. I know I'm bouncing around, but I've been thinking a lot that, you know, I kind of reject, I don't love the like, fake it till you make it mentality. Mm -hmm. I don't love that in and of itself, what I I think would be more useful to us is if we do grab hold of the biblical concept Mm -hmm. of sowing and reaping. Mm -hmm. So it's not that I'm just going to raise my hands and hope that I feel something. Mm -hmm. I'm not just faking it till I make it. It's that out of a sacrifice. And because I believe in spiritual things Mm -hmm. happening aside from what's happening with my body, I'm going to do this in faith, Lord that you will reveal to me why this matters. I'm
1: glad you just said that. Like to raise my hands. I'm
0: sowing this in faith. I'm sowing this action with my body in faith that you will match my heart to it that it will start to really overflow mm. for me to the point where there will be a day that I will raise my hands and it will be from the depths of my soul. Yeah. But until that happens, I'm going to do this in faith because you've asked me to, first of all. Yeah. You, if you, I mean, we're talking about- Oh, well,
2: we're going to hit some yeah, scriptures. I want, yeah, I
0: want us to beef it up with scripture. But yes. if you're asking me to give you my whole body, this is how I do this. Wow. You know?
2: I'm glad you said
1: that first, because when you were reading that, that's the first thing that came to my mind is it is okay that you do that if you force yourself to do this. And I want to be careful because I think it's still an act of worship, even if you don't feel like it's an act yes. of worship. Because really it's a sign of surrender.
0: It's a sacrifice. Yes. yes.
1: Um, and I think with men, I think a lot of men have this issue because mm-hmm. it's more about mm-hmm, the bro. devil tries to suppress us to say you can't show emotions. This is yeah. what my my battle was. Yeah. Like I'm a tough dude. I can't show emotions. It's like, bro, yeah, that I'd is like the to enemy hear more working. About that. You know, well, I've part? always
0: had emotions, but, so, <laughs> but it, so it that, is so that is that, that and that's, I don't know if it's, again, I wasn't raised, I wasn't raised in like a charismatic environment either. I mean, it was very Southern Baptist. Yeah. Um, my issue was always, you know, we'd go to camps and there would be free worship. Right. And then my question was always, why do I come back home and nobody's <laughs> hands are raised? That's always been, like, can,
2: mm-hmm. can we land there for a second? Yeah. I've always, and this is not a how would you say? Like,
0: a dig, a knock, or Yeah, what? yeah. I'm
2: not or knocking on. You're not putting anybody on blast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Park. So, like, but I've done so many camps in my life. Yeah. And not to name any denominations or whatever, but like. Say
0: it. No, I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> but, you know, you would go to yeah. these uh certain uh camps or whatever, and it'd be very free.
4: Yeah.
2: Or, heck, the, the person they bring for worship is a lot more freer. Uh-huh. And it's like, would you have that person mm. lead worship on a Sunday morning yeah. that way? Yeah. But for some reason, it's permissible at camp. At camp.
0: Yeah.
2: And this is mainly with like teens. Yeah. And then you yeah. would see all this freedom and deliverance and healing happen at camps because of just, um, I would say, people aligning to biblical worship. Yep. Ooh. But then you go back to a Sunday morning again, not a dig, not a knock. Mm-hmm. But then you, Sunday morning is just like very still. Your parents are very still. Mm-hmm. Hey, stop moving. Yeah. Be reverent. and there's another word of reverence. It's like, what does reverence? Yeah, actually you get mean? the wrong definition. Uh-huh. You have the wrong definition of reverence, because because uh, reverence, yes, it is to honor, uh, high honor. Like I don't remember Jesus ever teaching, be quiet and sit there and listen. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, but and then you, and you look at Old Testament and especially New Testament. Like, what what did the disciples encourage? Yeah, you know, we'll we'll hit some New Testament scriptures too. But it was always very curious to me and, and it's not a judgmental thing. It's just like why do we permit things? Yeah. And then why do we cut things? Yeah. I think that example that you're using with camp and
1: coming back home is the power of example. So when especially young minds, they're yeah. free. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say under the control or away from the control, but they are, they can express themselves the way their body naturally does. And especially if they have other people joining with them Mm -hmm. in that, when you come back home and you see your parents power of example, sitting there holding your coffee, what do you think they're going to do? They're going to fall back into the rut and routine of what they've been taught through parents. Yeah. But but it's such
2: a deception. Well, it's of course. Yeah. Because as a parent, what do you want? I mean, our, our like the depths of our desire, like for our children, is to love the Lord your God above everything. Yeah. Now, however, whatever that perspective in your life means uh, to me, it's a- absolutely everything. And to to send them off somewhere, worship beautifully, and come back and then cut that off. Yeah. What are you doing?
0: Well, it's funny because um, everybody always talks about a camp high. Well, what's different about camp other than the fact that it is like. Day and night, every activity Indeed. is planned around Jesus. <laughs> like, yes, that's a difference. But also, what do we send them back home to?
2: Here's a common the question. dry, yeah. you know, the Here's rut, a common routine. question I've heard throughout the years too: is like, how do we, you know, how do we implement that quote unquote camp hire mm-hmm. that camp model on a Sunday morning? And that's always been like a oh boy, yeah, you know, because what are what is our hesitations? Yeah, and then I always question people's motives. What is the motive of a Sunday morning? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and then what's the motive of a camp? Mm-hmm. Like, why is it that some, for one thing, one thing's lenient and you're okay with, but then on a Sunday morning, nah, because yeah. of, the de- of the demographic or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? Who are we catering to? You know, and that's where it's it, good. It just, you yeah. start to really wonder and question, Lord, I, I just want, I want my motive for your church to be like to be pure and holy. What is mm-hmm. your one desire for our church? And again, I know for us, it has been a lot. Like, we want the son, Jesus to be glorified. How do we glorify him? That, that you Open the can, uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh. And so how do we remain true so that when we send our students off to camp, it's not like a, oh, this is it's way different. It's the same, yeah. Oh, we do this at church all the time. Mm-hmm. This is just mm-hmm. We just continue to party mm-hmm. for more days in a yeah. week, yeah. you know? <laughs> but I don't want there to be a black and white thing where, you know, I mean, That's so those good, are just Alex. my brains. That's like, interesting, um, yeah. It's such a dangerous thing because when you look at the statistics from millennial uh, millennials, right, mm-hmm. and then to Gen Z, and then on the next uh, coming up generation, like um, people are falling away from the Lord, mm-hmm. and the older people getting into their twenties are going away from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like the numbers are are really high, mm-hmm. you know. Um, And it's sad Mm -hmm. to see people grow up in quote unquote church and then they get to college or whatever and they don't want to serve the Lord.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. It's, there's a certain point where it's just like, no, we need to flip the script, Yeah, you know? Um, And I think the way to do that is to remain true Mm -hmm. Um, on a a Sunday morning or at a church event, the same way we have a quote unquote camp high. Mm -hmm. Like we want people to encounter the Holy Spirit.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Don't box in the Holy Spirit, even though we all do in some sort of fashion, but let's not box them so minimal, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: So. I love that. Well, I forget where I was going with that, but basically that's kind of how it was for me. Like, but I always had a desire to worship with yeah. my hands raised. Like there's just what it was for me, but I, you I You felt guess, like it's
2: always been natural for you.
0: I do. So I guess I do see, hmm. I see too where maybe it just hasn't felt natural for people. It hasn't
1: felt natural to me. Yeah. But it's that environment I was raised in, yeah. you know? And so, Coming here took a long time to get to the point where it's like, no, I'm doing this because it's, I don't care if people see me. And yeah. It's like, man, we're saying holy, holy, holy. It's like, I, I always picture myself before the throne singing yeah. that. And I'm like, yeah. wow,
2: I mean, I'm literally here. And like, oh. he is the only mm-hmm. one worthy. And it's like this past Sunday when we were singing, Open the Eyes of My Heart. And you get to the chorus and it's like to see you high and lifted up. Yeah. And you, you know, and how does those phrases not do something within your depths? Yeah. Because you're not willing to submit. I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. You're worshiping yourself. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not putting anybody on blast either. It's just the truth. I just, I don't know. Like there's just, there's certain anointed songs. And like, again, it's it's when it's super, when it's just super aligned to mm-hmm. the scriptures and to the Lord. And you're like, how does this not like burn within yeah. you? You yeah. know, I don't know. Those, those are the things where I'm like, <laughs> we're in. We're in, if you, mm-hmm. if you could just see, mm-hmm. you know, um, so yeah. I, want to say, I would love, well, I
1: would love, it would be incredible if we got just glimpses of what heaven's like mm-hmm. right now when we're singing worship, like yeah. what are the angels doing?
2: Well, I mean, not to sound weird, Ryan, but when we were at that conference, remember I told you this, yeah. uh, there was this one moment where praise was so intense, like intense, Sally. And I and I told Ryan, I was like, dude, if there was a moment where you just closed your eyes, you have your hands raised and you just closed your eyes. This is gonna sound crazy. No, and you're and gonna if y'all say wanna something, shoot me, no. shoot me. No. I'll go to <laughs> I glory i never. bet
0: Brandon's listening right now and he knows where you're going and I know where you're going.
2: It's like I know where you're going going because I heard. I was it. like, Ryan, I'm telling you, you can close your eyes and if you just start to hear, you can start hearing like like heaven's army. Yeah. There is such a roar. And it's not that we're crazy and we need to go to a psych place. No, I'm telling you, in the spirit, the Lord says, heavens are opening. Mm -hmm. Are you getting a glimpse of Mm -hmm. heaven? And to hear the the, the heart cry of people and then to hear like just angels singing too. Like I'm telling you, this is not crazy talk. Mm -mm. This is the things that the Lord allows. He's like, draw close. Hmm. You remember what I told you for you to say
1: that? And we, we was in that moment. And listen, my background's very Southern Baptist boy. <laughs> yeah. And um, but it got so rowdy that my fleshly mind is like, this is getting out of control. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, my, I was unsettled in mm-hmm. my spirit and my soul and my bios Like I don't, I don't know. Is this okay? I even got to the point. Like, is this, is this reverent? Like, is this wrong? And then, I then I what I had to do is just stop looking and just close my eyes mm-hmm. and look down and say, whatever's happening there. I could still have my own personal worship. Yeah. And so I told y'all on the way home and that's when you said, next time just close your eyes.
4: Yeah. That's real.
0: That's real, Ryan. Because and I think that would that I feel like a lot of people would identify with that. And like even if you're at our church.
4: Right. If, yeah. If
0: you feel like certain things are happening that you maybe wouldn't do, yeah. the goal for you is to meet with the Lord.
1: Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. So what I had to do, and I didn't I just it just hit me. It's not like I purposely did this, but it's like I have to trust who is leading whatever it is yep. that because I've seen and experienced like they're doing a good, it's still biblical even mm-hmm. though it's not the way I have done it mm-hmm. or would do it. Um. So even if you come here just because it's not the way you done it or have done it, we, we do do everything through prayer, mm-hmm. uh, through the Spirit's guidance. Mm-hmm. And our goal is to do everything in a biblical way. Yeah. Now that might look different, but you can trust us mm-hmm. because we spend time in the word to yeah. make sure that what we're doing is according to scripture.
0: Yeah. So. Well, and, I mean, you know, me and Brandon said this a lot. It was like a sound that went around a long time ago or a while mm-hmm. ago. It was like, find it in the Bible. So yeah. it's like, if you've found something that you feel like is unbiblical, mm. of course, bring it. But um, like... Yeah, use your discernment, yeah. use mm-hmm. your your personal time with the Lord, your time in the word. And if you found something unbiblical, but if not, no. then it may just be rubbing up against your preferences.
1: It might be, yeah, rubbing up against your flesh. Yeah. And I'll tell you this, what you're going to find here, and I have a second, in a minute, I bet, Alex, is that we actually don't do things that the Bible tells us to do. Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: So. Dag, dog.
2: Yeah, I'm That's going there. Yeah, let's go. So we're going to, first topic we're going to hit, um, power of lifting our hands. Yeah. Um, So again, if you're not used to this or understand this, um, you can either view this view as cultural, like you know, you'd be like, "Oh, that's what the charismatic people do," or you can see this as like a spiritual practice in some sense, where like, "Oh, they just this is just what they do," you know. And reality is, it's neither. Um, It's it's we want people to understand it's biblical. It's not solely a denominations Mm -hmm. thing, you know, or -hmm. a cultural thing. Um, It is a biblical thing. And so one of the main things I wanna hit on is what we do physically has a spiritual effect. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: And what we do spiritually has a physical effect. So we're gonna, this is Exodus 17. Um, I'm just gonna read a little bit. Um, Then Amalek came and fought with Israel at Rephidim. So Moses said to Joshua, choose for us men and go out and fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the staff of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses told him and fought with Amalek while Moses, Aaron and her went up to the top of the hill. Whenever Moses held up his hand, Israel prevailed. Mm -hmm. And whenever he lowered his hand, Amalek prevailed. So this is Exodus 17, eight through 11. Now Exodus 17, 12. But Moses' hands grew weary, so they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. While Aaron and Hur held up his hands, one on one side and the other on the other side, so his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. Hmm. And Joshua, overwhelmed by Amalek and his people, uh, overwhelmed Amalek and his people with the sword. Then the Lord said to Moses, Write this as a memorial in a book and recite it in the ears of Joshua that I will utterly blot. Mm-hmm. Here's that blot word. Mm-hmm. I will utterly blot out the memory of Amalek from under heaven. And Moses built an altar and called the name of it. The Lord is my banner mm-hmm. saying a hand upon the throne of the Lord. The Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. Again, this is the stuff where you just, all right, Lord, What what is snippets of your revelation mm-hmm. snippets mm-hmm. of your glory within this story? Mm-hmm. What's crazy is, is, uh, when he says the Lord is my banner, a hand upon the throne of the Lord, that act, all right? Then the Lord, have, um, the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. There's something like powerful um, here because here's the reality. Uh, you hit this thing where you said, even if I don't see like in an instant what the purpose of raising hands is, um, don't miss this. The Lord permitted Moses in the present to view the power of when I raise my hands mm-hmm. and when my hands go mm-hmm. down, when I raise my hands mm-hmm. and my hands go down, what happens so that in the future we get to see
3: mm-hmm. that
2: perhaps we don 't see the war happening, mm-hmm. but as your hands go up, mm-hmm. there are things where the lord's saying, Let my victory like be victory, you know Thanks. for your life, especially spiritually
4: is he saying yeah. a hand
2: upon the throne is
4: yeah.
1: that like figuratively yeah he was, it, your hand well, I, On the throne of victory.
2: I wonder, you know, Like, but
1: almost giving, getting the power of the throne yeah, through you.
2: That too. And then just his hands being up upon the throne, like, this is king. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. And this is how we're going to win this war.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know? Because again, oh. what's beautiful about this is- <laughs> Chill. This, yeah, what's beautiful about this, the Israelites were not against God's will going into this war. This is the Lord saying, go and fight. Yeah. But even then, the Lord's like, I still need you to do one thing. hmm and I need you to raise your hands mm.
3: mm-hmm.
2: to Moses, you know. And so um, this takes me back
1: to good. think about. We've we've talked about this a lot, but just as a reminder, is I love how you said that. This is uh, a physical thing that was happening on a battlefield, mm-hmm. yeah. But that represents what's happening in the spirit mm-hmm. realm around us, and mm-hmm. that sounds weird to say too. But man, we are fighting those powers and principalities. And through our worship, yes. those things are defeated. I that's it's crazy so okay. to think about this. In church on Sundays, when we worship, you you do have a battle occurring uh-huh. around you. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's wild to think of. Mm-hmm. Like yes. We talked about this too. If the Lord just opens your spiritual eyes, mm-hmm. yes. I bet we would be sprinting out of this place <laughs> because yeah. we see everything that's occurring. Uh-huh. Yep. And you can feel it
2: sometimes too. I mean, you can feel you can feel the victories. Exodus 17, 15, 16, and the NIV articulates it this way. Moses built an altar and called it, the Lord is my banner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He said, because hands were lifted up against the throne of the Lord, the Lord will be at war against the Am- Amalekites from generation mm-hmm. to generation. Mm-hmm. Here's another thing. Centering your praise. Your this worship will affect... Generations. Generations. Your yeah. worship is a legacy. Come on. Um, okay. I was gonna hold
1: this and this is a perfect time. <laughs> but, no no no. Is, but yes. Talking about example is power. Watching Ezra the other week. Mm-hmm. Yes. Talk about generations to generations. Mm. So I've seen there his parents mm-hmm. just worship, n- not faking anything, mm-hmm. just being who they are. I mean, Ezra, a seven-year-old boy does not get on his hands and knees and I mean, raise his hands without his parents pouring into him an mm-hmm. example of what that looks like. Yes. Ezra probably had no idea what he was doing. Mm-hmm. He just followed, you know? So generations yep. to generations, when you submit, when you surrender, when you
2: praise, it's passed on. Mm-hmm. It and, is and so, super, hey, super So is the opposite on. too. Mm-hmm. Yes. The opposite is is true, too. Yep. And this is the stuff where like, this is the word, it's just generations to generations. Like I really believe that our worship, um, leaves a mark on our kids and our children's kids. Like Mm -hmm. our worship, um, is not in vain. Nothing is wasted. Mm -hmm. Even when perhaps the reality of your circumstances is very much real, Mm -hmm. but you still in faith, sacrificially praise the Lord. Wow! And so this is the stuff that makes it real to the people around you and to your family and to your children is that even in those moments and in those situations, I saw my parents, I saw my grandparents, I saw my aunts and uncles, I I saw my church family Mm -hmm. worship the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the stuff that like, why is it that it always breaks you when you see a somebody who's basically has a death sentence under them and they still worship? Yeah. What is it? You see somebody in their last days and you're like, no way. Mm -hmm and you're like something something just starts to connect in your spirit said so this is you know it doesn't make sense and it's hard to
1: ha- wrap our minds around it and that's how you know it's faith mm-hmm. because it's something that you can't articulate or understand and that's why it's just through faith <laughs> yeah. and it doesn't make sense how does that make sense how am i going to fight my battle of my marriage or my kids or my job or whatever your yeah. issues or my anxiety my depression yeah. how does worship help that yeah. it doesn't make sense but through faith, mm, that's when you yes. accomplish that victory Yeah, or Christ accomplished that victory. Um, it also doesn't make sense that by Moses holding his hands up, they won a battle. Yeah. It didn't. It doesn't have to make sense. It's what he was instructed to do
2: yep. and followed in faith yeah. and look what occurred. Mm-hmm. That's insane. <laughs> this is another Moses story in Exodus 9. Um, it says, Moses replied, when I have gone out, of the city, I will spread out my hands in prayer to the Lord. The thunder will stop and there will be no more hail. So you may know that the earth is the Lord's." This is part of the plagues, right? This is Exodus 9.29. When you get to Exodus 9.33, then Moses left Pharaoh and went out of the city. He spread out his hands toward the Lord and the thunder and hail stopped (laughs) and the rain no longer poured down on the land. Mm you know, again, it's not to take things out of context, but mm-hmm. what, what is it that Moses knew there is something powerful when I exalt the Lord That's so good with my hands yeah. and to see some pretty wild things happen mm-hmm. and occur within an instant, you know, mm-hmm. um, can I say something real quick? Yeah. That really, I'm sorry. It just, it just hit me in this.
1: It doesn't necessarily have to do with that, but, um, 34 verse 34 it, it says that the, the rain no longer poured. And it said, but when Pharaoh saw the rain and the hail and the thunder had ceased, he he sinned yet again. And then it says he hardened his heart. Mm-hmm. Um, but catch this, we, we like to sing God is the one who hardened his heart. No, it literally says when he sinned again mm-hmm. and hardened his heart, Pharaoh continued to harden his own heart mm-hmm. through sin. And so we have to understand that's what sin does. Yeah. It hardens our heart wow. and it blocks out the revelation of Christ in your life. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what see. happened. Mm-hmm. He could not see that it is the God of the universe doing these things because sin has hardened his heart and he yeah. couldn't grasp it. I don't know. I think, so I had a question on Sunday um, that it was a predestination t- conversation. They brought up, a well, why did, how does God harden people's hearts? i mean, that's a great question. But here we see it's not God. It's your own choices through yeah, sin that the is the way that, and
0: I, that's, I meant to bring that up in the beginning when I said nobody who wants to come to Jesus will ever be turned away. Mm-hmm. The reality is, had Pharaoh ever wanted to turn to God, that would have been an option w- for yes. him. Um, but whether the text says that heart, Pharaoh hardened his own heart or that God, because it does say it in a different both, translation, yeah. it does say it. So it's like the thing is, God knows Pharaoh, he would ha- he was never going to turn. He was never going to repent or relent in the way that right. he was going.
1: But I even think reading it this way is that it's not that God like touched his heart mm-hmm. and hardened. It. I think God allowed his heart to mm-hmm. be hardened yeah. because of the sin that Pharaoh mm-hmm. was committing. Mm-hmm. I, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, God well, didn't yeah, because
0: purposefully... God has to allow that.
4: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: that's where people get hung up. Well, why would God allow that? Why wouldn't he just soften? He has why the power to soften his well, heart. Free will. Day. He will... If, yeah. if Pharaoh had ever wanted to turn away, he would have. Yes. The other
2: context to this with Pharaoh, he, we gotta we have to remember that in Egyptian ideologies, Pharaoh is God. Mm-hmm. Pharaoh is a god, and so for these things to have been occurring, you're actually poking and confronting the very god that he says he is. Yeah, he mm-hmm. thinks he is. Yeah. Wow. And so what's going on is in the in his flesh and his humanity, you're questioning his pride. Mm-hmm. Like his pride mm-hmm. is every like he's saying no no no. no no, 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 this can't be, mm-hmm. I'm God. Mm-hmm. Everything I've ever known from generation to generation through Egyptian ideologies right, right, right. says that I'm king, you know? And so your heart will get hardened when you're so covered in pride, mm. you know, because it's all you, you, you. Bro, that makes me think about people today. Yeah. These situations you're in, is just
1: opinion, but maybe, maybe God's like trying to wake you up out of your mentality of that you are your own God.
2: Yeah. yeah. There's this analogy that I heard that I thought was really nice, but it says I'd rather go into battle with a pocket knife than to have a big sword, and you're hurting yourself. Mm-hmm. It said simply because you don't understand, and no one would say that I was raised like that. So basically, what's saying is, um, when you reject wanting to raise your hands mm-hmm. or reject um, shouting, mm-hmm. clapping, it's like going into battle with a pocket knife
0: mm-hmm.
2: than having a big sword,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and it so.
0: Um, I kind of, um, so one of the verses that I have pulled up, um, I don't know if this is the right place for this to fit, but, uh, Brandon, well, he quote, it's like the C.S. Lewis thing a lot. And it's basically that the, um, the expression completes the emotion.
4: Wow. So
0: like, I, why do we feel it necessary when we take a bite of like good food to be like, God, that's good. You know, like yes. you didn't have to say that; you could just experience it. But saying it somehow it completes yes. the emotion that you are having. Wow. Or if you've been, if you've gone for a long run, like that first sip of water is like, mm. oh my gosh! Well, how, and, and you'll say, it like, God, that's refreshing. That's yeah. like, everything I needed that. in life. It, so we will we will verbalize it, and so that's the whole thing. What it, the C.S. Lewis thing is like the the praise, and I think he put it this way, or Brandon says wow. it this way: like the praise completes the joy. So if you've mm. felt it. That's why the first step is to, well, the first, I guess it's not really the first step, but is to feel it. But you will feel it when you actually know what, that's what it goes back to the beginning. When you know what you've been redeemed from, when you know who God is in light of everything else it that's what moves us to the emotion. And then the completion of the emotion is to say it or to shout it or that the that's expression amazing. of it is what completes it. And so wow, this is uh, Psalm 89, 15. Blessed are the people who know the festal shout. Festal is like an archaic word, but here's what here is what it oh, means right, in yeah. the Hebrew. Help us understand In the Hebrew, it is an alarm, a signal, a shout. It is a war cry, yeah. a battle cry. Um, an alarm of war. But, so that's what it's saying. Blessed are the people who know this shout, they this shout of victory. Wow. Um that's fine. And, and we that want is. people to be that's the whole thing. you think you think I don't whatever your reasoning is, or whatever anybody's reasoning is, it's not a shame thing. This is, you may think, I don't want people to look at me funny, or I mm. no, I don't need to do that. Blessed are the people. Wow. We want you to be fully blessed in the Lord through your expression of joy and love mm. and the mercy you've received, blessed wow. are the people who know the festal shout, who walk, oh Lord, in the light of your face. Wow. And the light of your face is the revelation. It is the glory. Yes. It is what he has done. It's what Jesus has accomplished on the cross for us. That is, he's, the son is the glory. So when you walk in the light good, of Allie. his face- that's very good. You're blessed by knowing the shout.
2: This is so good. Bible, bro. <laughs> yeah keep reading it <laughs> um if you choose comfort over the word of god you will forfeit much what god ha- could have been yours in the lord let me say that again because i feel like i said that wrong if oh, my you choose brain comfort over the word of god then you will forfeit much what could have been yours in the lord
0: blessed are the people who know yes so that goes back
2: to the if you keep returning to your to your flesh in, mm-hmm. the, in the act of, well, that's not me. That's not me. Or I've never, I haven't grown up this way. Or I yeah. Up yeah. Up. They, they worship. So oh, man. what we want to oh. do again, it's what we encourage people and would love to influence people is stop going to experiences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What does the Bible say? Mm-hmm. You know, and to your point, be free.
3: Yeah. You,
1: mm-hmm. We come in. I do too. So reserved. No. Nope. Yeah. And it could be from the night before the weekend, the week before, but man, be free, you yeah. know, yeah. go to the word of God. And be
2: free to express how to do it biblically.
0: This is important in a church setting too, because... It, it can be hard to eat. Like there is something about a crowd. Like you may shout more in a crowd when you're at a football game than if yeah. you were just watching on the couch by yourself. Maybe and some people, some people might shout the same, but there is something to being in a crowd mm. and experiencing this. And especially when it's something that is so spiritual and Godward, like there's like yes. we need, we need that, mm. you know? Um, one of the things that I, hold on, let me pull this up real quick. So this is from that same John Bloom guy. And one of the things that he's saying, he said, a question that he wanted to ask is, do we ever feel the realities of the mercies of God? Our redemption, our sp- the spiritual conflict that we are engaged in, the war that we mm-hmm. don't see mm-hmm. happening, um, the promise of our resurrection and Christ's ultimate triumph. Uh, do we experience it strongly enough to inspire a shout? Mm. And then he says, I asked this question for a couple of reasons. One, it might reveal a personal, affectional deficit in our souls that we need to address with the Lord. Mm. Do we, I, I it, think that's where are, are our affections? Incredible.
1: That's that my point yes. on, as men, we we don't want to show emotion. Yes, <laughs> Bro,
2: we about to hit a verse here, bro. Like I,
1: that, that spoke to me. You,
2: I don't know if I want to hit it just yet. <laughs> um, I'll say, I'll say, you know what? Let's just do it. 1 Timothy 2.8. I'm saying the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and his divinity, man. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I want the men everywhere to pray, lifting up holy hands. Mm-hmm. Check this out. Mm-hmm. Without anger or disputing. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's a command. The Holy Spirit knew, hey, worship leader, raise your hands. You know, like tell people to raise your hands. And people, I don't want to raise my hands. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit says, uh-uh-uh, without anger or disputing. <laughs> Why is that added to the text? I, the well, Lord...
1: I, was, I was just thinking, I wonder what's going on in this church. Because if you read the verses after that, that's a strong warning to, to ladies mm. as well. But so what's Chill. happening at this Let's church? That, oh, there's a lot of things happening. That he had to
2: put that specific thing in. Well, I think if you can just, put, I'll put it in a nutshell. People's right to have an opinion in a church, in mm-hmm. a congregation. I yeah. love that about what you just said. <laughs> like, I think you should say it louder. And <laughs> I think Paul and Timothy, all this stuff, like it, it's all a, people always take, I, oh gosh, it's like hot takes. I, I personally feel like people a lot of times take things out of context because you said the very next thing is it starts talking about lady stuff. Um, I think we we tend to take things out of context. Mm-hmm. Again, like scripture, answer scripture and like complete scripture um but just going back to just the lifting of hands Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. the the lord knew that it's within our nature to not want to do that yeah because we do we do carry bitterness and anger and then we also carry the 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 reality of i don't want to do what people tell me to do Mm -hmm. you know Uh, it's uh, in uh, our nature to be rebellious like don't tell me what you do you're not my daddy not my dad. Not my dad. You know, like I mean, it's a common joke. You know, yeah. like, but it's it, it's a great point too. It's me. a great it point. Is. Like, people don't like being told what to do. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit put in First Timothy two eight. You know, therefore I want men. Why did he say men? The men. Mm. He knew. He knew. I want the men. Every. Oh, I will tell you why. Because we're passive. We're passive. But number. But number two, like.
0: Big nod. When you <laughs> think about when you think Chill. about the
2: when you think about the gift of of women of just a woman, I really oh believe gosh, there you. is a there is <laughs> so like the Lord has gifted women an extra sense to the sensitivity of yeah. spiritual things. Well, I would agree. Yeah. And so here he is specifically telling men who perhaps we just see things in the raw. Mm. Therefore, I want the men everywhere to pray, lifting up holy hands without anger or disputing. Mm. You know, like. There is power to this, you know. Um, and- well, yeah, because it goes back to the you're now working under God's created
1: order. Yeah, you know, you're you're submitting to His order, mm-hmm. and, uh, but that's a call for men. Men, men should lead. That's, yes. that's what he's saying, especially in the church. Now, yeah. in your homes, obviously, but in the church too, maybe we, we should go first.
0: So, that's kind of what this second part. Of, so, the first question being maybe, or that, you know, he asked that question because it might reveal a personal affectional deficit in our souls. And he said, but the second reason he's asking if we ever experience um, the, oh, I'm, I lost it. Do we ever experience, um, or feel the realities of the mercies of God, redemption, spiritual conflict, whatever. The second reason he's asking that is because to some degree, an affectional deficit might be due to the fact that we don't shout together.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And so wow. that's, that is within the context of a church. What he says is he, he, like he he was describing a football game where he was in his living room, but it was a group of them and they lost it when this play was made and it was amazing. And everybody, and it just, and it, first of all, it did increase the joy. Wow. It did complete the joy, like the expression with other people, hmm. he said, I felt it more deeply and intensely because I shared it and shouted over it with others. I feel certain, yeah. I often feel certain great truths of God or at least dimensions of them. Um, more deeply and intensely when I share and shout over them with others. I can't replicate that in my private devotional Mm. times, which is what you're saying. Like it's different when you're by yourself. Um, I can't replicate in my private devotional times, what I experience together with the saints, Mm. like on Easter morning is kind of how he describes it. And he goes on to say this last thing. Um, Shouting is, Commended and commanded in the Bible, like singing, because there are dimensions of joy in God that are experienced when we express ourselves in this way, particularly when we express ourselves this way together. Wow. And so, I just think it really points to mm-hmm. um, a. I, I don't like. To, I don't like to preach so like you're missing out on things. Mm-hmm. But I do think there is a level of that. Like there is, yeah. You talk yeah. You talk. So I was
2: saying about you forfeiting yeah. what the Lord has for you. And Blessings.
0: Blessed are those who experience this. Yeah. So you want the full blessing, like. Shout it out. you know well this
1: goes back to the power of unity as well. Yeah. I mean, when when the church, the saints, brothers are mm-hmm. united together through worship, too. I mean, that's that's what, you know, there's I'll a,
0: say this. Oh, goodness, I'm not going to get emotional. But I the thing, the beautiful thing about being a part of the body mm-hmm. is that when somebody is in the crowd and they're shouting and I know who they are, I mm-hmm. know why they're shouting. Yeah. My husband is a shouter. Mm-hmm. But You will listen to. Mm-hmm. You can listen yep. to any He'll number of too. lives. When he he is, laughing, oh, and when he's laughing, I'm like it, it's, it, it's yeah. a new revelation yeah. of the Lord to yep. him. Yeah. And I know when he's shouting because I know what he's been freed from. Yep. And I'm like, let's go. Yep. Like yep. it increases my faith. It, yep. It's like, yeah. Like again, I know we return to this a lot. Stop trying to be all cool and natural and normal. We are here because of a spiritual thing that's wow. happening and yep. been happening from the beginning of the world. Like this uh, is like, stop trying to be all cool and chill. Right. There's you know, nothing funny, chill about this.
4: I watched, uh,
1: not this Sunday, last Sunday yeah. a couple of times. And in the first service, something hit me in the moment too. Where I was actually saying like, hey, can we get to church on time, please? <laughs> and then I said something like, you know, God's been waiting for you in this oh. chair mm-hmm. since the beginning of time. Did he laugh? David laughed. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. but you're in the center camera. and you're like, You yeah. start laughing. And I was like, oh, and I God. turned around. I was like, bro, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, it hit me so real. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know what's right here. This for just that, this is that revelation of, yes. oh my gosh, like this is, that's why I said, this is not normal. Yeah. Like, it's not a normal, ordinary Sunday. And we're not that's normal not. people. Yeah. We're redeemed people yes. who were destined for the lake of fire. Yes. Now been given grace to experience the kingdom of God for all of eternity. Yes. And our gratitude should come out. Yes. And do yeah. worship.
0: Let's yeah. all scream right now! No, it's
2: yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. I keep having this analogy, and it's not, and it's not to like to like always bring up a sports analogy, but it's just the irony of like you go to a sports. Well, event. Well, that's when the
0: men are most emotional yeah, I've noticed like, in life. Yeah, oh, one hundred percent.
2: Like we're very emotional in very a sports true. event. We're very loud and very expressive and very wor- worshipful. Yeah. But you know what's funny is like things get awkward when you start seeing two people fight at a sports event and then you start seeing blood. And that's when it becomes weird.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: When you talk about church, like we're not saying blood, fam. Like, not like people fighting, you get awkward just because somebody shouted.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dang. Yeah.
2: But like at a sports event, everything's normal. Yeah. Up until. Mm, yeah. something's not.
0: But honestly, uh, sometimes you th- you see that, and then you're like watching. Like y- it's always somebody like filming it on their iPhone, you oh, know, yeah. it's like, Oh my god! And, but it's like sometimes you're watching it. And you're like people are just kind of sitting around watching that happen. Mm-hmm. Like it, like it's like it, wants they to almost, get involved, well, it. Well, it's involved. No, but normal. I'm saying they almost treat that like it is normal. Yeah. So yeah. that's more normal to you than somebody shouting in church on a Sunday for their hands. being redeemed from the lake of fire. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like and, so it's kind of interesting to think of it that know. way. Yeah.
2: I just think there's there's a bit of like a, a pride thing and a self righteous thing when we just automatically like look mm-hmm. at somebody and be like you're just being emotional, mm-hmm. and like regardless if there are moments in life where yeah you did you know encounter a Christian who perhaps was in their emotions mm-hmm. or through discernment you're like man that's kind of fake mm-hmm. like okay but it doesn't it doesn't overwrite mm-hmm. the purity of the bigger goal the bigger mm-hmm. the bigger picture here
0: and I want to say that because. I do feel like maybe even in this episode I've come at it from a, like the opposite side standpoint because I've felt more I've been in scenarios where I've felt that uncomfortability. Mm-hmm, yeah. where I'm like, okay, Lord, like you gotta show me what's the what's the spirit flesh battle here? Is yep. this something that isn't right? Or is this just bumping up against my preferences yep. and I'm feeling uncomfy? You know? Like yep. you need to show me or let me block. It's like what you were talking about. Let me block everything else out. It's me and you. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's all that really matters yep. right now. Like what? What else does it matter? And so I want to wow. say that's like, I think we all have been in an environment where we have to be like, Hello, yeah. Lord, like, yeah. you <laughs> show me what's up here." And when, so I just yeah. want to normalize. I didn't want it to feel like I'm like we're coming at it from like, "What's wrong with you?" You know, it's One it's of not. We all we all experience that.
2: It. I loved that we heard um, a pastor say was. He, he said this thing where he's like I'm all for like perhaps somebody's rolling around on the ground but some over here this person over here' is shouting and speaking in tongues and this person over here is like doing their thing but he says I'm also in the understanding that there's moments where the Lord's like I need everybody to be still yes mm-hmm. and so That's the key good. here biblically is like, it's never to just copy and paste one thing and say that's how it has to be every time. That's good. There is a perspective from God where he says, my order looks like this.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And perhaps my order in one sense may look chaotic to you. And then in another sense, it can look what you view as reverent. Mm-hmm. But within my order, within my spirit and unity, it's all within timing. Mm-hmm. It's all within, are you in tune when I'm doing this and when I'm doing mm-hmm. that? And so there's a point in our maturity in Christ where we have to learn. Perhaps when I'm casting out demons and setting people free, that's a reverence, Mm -hmm. and that's a a diligence that we're willing to go to. Mm -hmm. At the same time, when the Lord says, "Hey, I need people to be still," Mm -hmm. are you able to submit under that authority Mm -hmm. as well? Mm -hmm. You know, that's good. Um, So I want to go to what you said
1: too. We. I don't think anybody, I hope that you didn't get that. No, vibe I just, like we're saying that. I
0: think because we're, we've been freed from a lot. So we're, we yeah. are a little bit on the other side of it. But sometimes. I will say
1: yeah. I, I'm still has, I it yeah. still is a, it's a battle of the flesh and mm-hmm. spirit. And that's what you started in the beginning with. It is a sacrifice.
0: But I want to say now, I want to say, especially as a pastor, as leaders of a church, it's a, I would say comes from a pure place, like a holy fear. Like, God, I really just want you to be honored. So it's like, (laughs) but I don't know what, like you have to show me what is honorable to you. And if at some Mm. point it is absolute rowdiness because people are free, I need to be okay with that. And if it is a still moment, I need to be okay with that. So that's what I'm saying. Like it it can, it is, it is Mm -hmm. a process we have to go through with the Lord, but it's, I think from a pure hearted place now, you know, if I'm coming into it and I'm like, I'm just who I am and I'm not raising my hands and I, that's just who God made me. That's a little bit of a different conversation that has to be with the Lord. I
1: literally, that's, I was going to say what ask yourself this because no one is saying you have to do this. Mm -hmm. That that's not what we're saying. Mm -hmm. We're just reading the word of God. Um, and we, and we are all created differently. Yeah. And I think God wants you to worship in the way you were created, mm-hmm. but he doesn't want that to be limitation, mm-hmm. like that, an ex, uh, an excuse or limit you from fully expressing yourself in worship.
0: The question is, if you felt in your spirit that the, whole, that, That's if, that the Holy Spirit at. was going to say, I want you to lift your hands to yes. me, would you do it?
1: That's what I wanted to say mm-hmm. is what is stopping you mm-hmm. from worshiping, mm-hmm. or from lifting your hands? Mm-hmm. If you don't have convictions over that, okay, like no one's condemning mm-hmm. you in that. But if you do have convictions and you're purposefully yeah. not falling into those convictions, that's where I think it becomes sinful.
0: Yeah, I think that's good. I think there's a, pra- uh, there's a practical point to this too. Maybe you yeah. can like speak to this, but we will all have that spirit flesh bout. There've been times I've been on stage mm-hmm. um, leading worship and there've been times where I'm like, I feel like I want to be on my knees and I go through this whole battle of like, yeah. I don't want people to look and be like, oh God, she's trying to be so holy on her knees. It's like, no, I feel like this is where I'm supposed to be right now. And so even that is like, (laughs) now I'm still somehow catering to, because my fear is that somebody's going to look at me and think, look how how holy she's trying to be, you know, like, and I'm like, but no, I'm not trying to be holy, but. I mean, but I am, I want to be. <laughs> I was
1: about to say, isn't
0: that a good thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, but, but what mm-hmm. a battle, you know? And, oh, and so yeah, yeah, even yeah. that. I think that's so a that, reality
2: for a lot of people too. I think that's you know, why. Thanks I, for saying something yeah. very personal. Yeah. Because to go on the other side, if you're that person that would, <laughs> would dare to judge somebody else's worship is like, oh God. Uh, it's yeah. like, hey, you need, you need to ask yourself. Now,
0: okay. Well, so this is where words can affect us our whole life, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I will never forget this like exchange I saw. I was in high school. Uh, leading worship at, uh, you know, for our high school or student ministry or whatever, I saw this like exchange, this comment exchange on Facebook where this girl was talking about like, why do worship leaders feel the need to be so showy in their worship? And it was this whole, uh, and really just talking about like, raise their hands and like, Mm And was also to talk. Uh, she did say like closing their eyes, like not being present, and like all this kind of stuff. And then the co- the comment below was a guy I went to high school with, and he was like in agreement with her. Like, and I th- and I think it's affected me my whole life. Mm. That's something like probably the Lord needs to set me free from like today. Well, you know what's but funny? It,
1: There's a. There's a philosopher who actually spoke on this. What?
0: Because sometimes when you say it's a philosopher, you're going to be like John Mayer.
1: No, no, Michael um, like Scott. His <laughs> name, I'm trying to name his name Tupac. Uh, Kanye West. Yeah, exactly, he says,
2: exactly. He says, Bingo.
1: <laughs> he says, let the haters hate and watch the money pile up. Okay. So my thought was turn it to let the haters hate and let watch the, the blessing, blessing pile up. His point in go. saying that yes. was. It is irrelevant what yes. other people think. The book yes. if Easy. the Lord is calling you to do something, yeah. that's it. And, and so, so perception that, yeah. of people is a trick from the enemy. Because I'm the same way, man. And I've even told you this. It's like, what are people going to think? Or what are, what is other people thinking about our worship center, about this? Are mm-hmm. they going to think that we're we going too long? And it's like, bro, get out of other people's heads. Yeah. Yeah. You've now taken worship off that's of the God-centered throne and you've put good. it on other people that's trying good. to fill, fill their needs. That's, that's not good.
0: your role. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like that is, that's kind of the step even well, that you. I need to I told take. You. Yeah, that was good.
1: Let the haters hate and watch, watch the, the blessings, blessings pile up. Pile
0: up. Oh, <laughs> that's fire, y'all. Uh, thanks, Connie. Yes. <laughs> but okay, uh, let me wrap up that thought is um, it, it genuinely doesn't matter what those, what those thoughts yeah. and opinions it are. are. Um, but that is something that affected me for a long time. Like just thinking, gosh, I don't, I never want somebody to look at me and then their thoughts about me or that I'm showy or anything. Yeah. You know? Let me spin
1: it the other way too. So, because if you are the person mm-hmm. who is saying things or if you're viewing someone on their knees and you and, hold on it's not your job, yeah, to judge or determine. Mm-hmm. And we just read in in Revelation twenty. 20 I thought or, about. I'm sorry, Paul says this. Yeah the thing that Christians are going to be accountable for before the throne Mm -hmm. is your motive behind what you do. Mm -hmm. It's not for us to determine that. God will determine that. Mm -hmm. So get your mind off of what they're doing and you focus on the Lord. That's
0: so good. I felt like for a long time, I always wish that I'd commented and thought like, you know, just the things you wish you would have said, but I almost wish that I had just been like, this is such a strange conversation to have judging anybody's heart motive. You have no clue what their motive is behind their worship. And I'll say this even for, um, I'll say this for Tammy when she was here it's different for our church, mm-hmm. like yeah. cat out of the bag. It's different for our church yep. when you hear this. She gave a, like a five second snippet, and it involved meth. <laughs> she said it, <laughs> and like police. Like when you hear where she was and was, see like, where she's from. been, you know, it, it. That's her worship. Then, yeah. like that, you don't get to say how she should or shouldn't worship.
2: Yeah. I'll, oh. Is, is that okay a, to say that? Yeah, like, is that it is okay, okay to, to say that. that but sure. that was one of my my pet peeves. Is that gosh, it's such a pride thing to judge somebody's worship no. and then to justify, oh, that's why they worship that way.
0: Oh, that's good, Alex. Like, yeah. that
2: is such a thing to me where it's just mm. like, what? So you're telling me, <laughs> you're telling me you have to have a God-awful testimony to Uh-oh. give them high praise?
0: Let's oh. go, Alex. Mm.
2: Like, Let's this is the go. stuff that, like, bothers me because something shifted in the room. And this, is, this might be an exhortation to our church, but, like, Something shifted in the room when she gave her testimony. It's like, oh, okay. Like now it makes sense. Deep. Now it makes sense. Dang. It's like, fam, what are you doing? Mm. Because at the simplicity of the gospel, it should make you worship that way regardless. Yeah, because you're destined for the lake of fire. You don't need a a record in you know by doing illegal things. You don't need to have been an addict, you know, like mm. to justify Great, word word, great praise. I don't, mm. uh, you know, that stuff, man, is like, wow. The title for this podcast so is fam, what are you doing? Yeah. Fam, <laughs> fam, what are you doing? How much do you believe in a single drop, a single drop of Jesus's blood?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it shifts everything, mm-hmm. everything. But we we tend to just daily forget. Dang. Yeah. It's, it's not,
1: yeah. We just don't have gratitude for we being don't, man. redeemed. And um, I'll, I'll, I'm the first to admit
0: that. Same, you know
2: same, same, same.
0: Oh, I, do oh yeah, have, I mean, that's so, right me. so,
2: to take it a step further, I think there is a great lack in the body of Christ of not reading the entirety of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And I'll confess to that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's very amazing to me how, when you start reading the scriptures, you start realizing there's some wild things in here. Yeah. And you start going, uh huh. If I was there in, the, in that time, I would have judged that leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have been like, you're crazy. Why are you forcing me to raise my hands? Mm -hmm. Why are you forcing me to shout? Why are we walking around Jericho seven Mm -hmm. times? Yeah, You know, like, but here's the, here's the faith thing. You trust who the Lord has appointed. Yeah. And so again, like for our church as New River Church and for what the Lord has um, appointed Ryan as you as our lead pastor, it's. Our heart is not like we're, oh, we're talking about worship because we want to become more like a charismatic church. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. We don't want to be boxed in by anything. Mm-hmm. The reality is we want our church to be biblical. Mm-hmm. And perhaps our church may have not been as biblical as it could be. And we're in the direction of like, Lord, we're opening the entirety of the scriptures from Genesis to Revelation, even the maps. We want edited, <laughs> we want, we want everything. We want it all. Mm-hmm. You know, and if our flesh perhaps starts adding tension, well, could you heal that? And would you continue Ooh. to point that? Yes. Tension means yes. that God is trying to help you
1: correct. Yes. I think, man, first, that's who came to mind. God has taken our church through a refining period right yeah. now. And it's like we're, it, he's burning off the impurities of religion in past ways. And he's saying, no, here's the truth. Here's what I want you to do, especially going into things like Revelation where the oh, yeah. end times are near. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it's 12 years, hundred years or thousand years. Well,
0: I'm going to ask you either on the way. Revelation Q&A about <laughs> okay, well, your thoughts. Are. Yeah.
1: The point is either way, you're one step closer to entering the kingdom of God. And that should, our gratitude should continue you, to grow.
2: You remember that phrase where, where we said, uh, Lord, shock me now, so I won't be shocked later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. here's the reality. When we get to heaven, there's going to be things that are going to shock us. Like, we're going to be in awe. Because, and the the beauty of eternity and how big and vast our Lord is is that he will continue to wonder us. Yeah. We will continue to be in awe. It's not like, one and done, oh, we saw it all. Like, no, no, we have all eternity Mm -hmm. for him to continue to pour Mm -hmm. his love and his, like, goodness on us. Now, what I will say is, Lord, I don't want to get to heaven and be shocked uh, on the amount of praise and worship. Mm -hmm. Like, oh my goodness, this is crazy. Like Shock me now, Lord. I want to see the goodness of people redeemed yeah, around mm. the world. You know, the Lord created cultures, tons and tons of cultures. Do not box your mm. American style Thinking this is only way. Yeah, wow. Like I'm telling you, like love people because God loves people. And he's the one that created those emotions, created those desires, created that style of worship. Mm. He's the one that said, hey, I want you to dance for me. Yeah, I yeah. want you to be free. You know? And why is it that we can go to a wedding as Christians, party the heck out? We can low key twerk. Mm. But then for some reason, Amen. for some reason, when it comes to like Christ things, we're like, don't do that. We don't twerk. We don't twerk. Like, all right. Sorry, y'all. But I'm just saying, like, and if you don't this know what that like means, it just means like, shit, me, but, oh, no. you know, let us have good y'all. Um, so it's just yeah. like, unto the Lord. What can we do unto the Lord? Yeah. You know? And so I don't know, like
0: the new title of this podcast is Twerk Until the Lord.
2: Oh <laughs> <laughs> let's go. We are going viral. Yeah, yeah we're going For all So the wrong I don't reasons. know if you're about to land the plane, but I will say I will say this. I have
0: nothing else. That no, was I just so wanna good, yeah. Alex. I
2: just wanna reiterate just, I don't want people to forget this. Um, I'm just gonna end with three scriptures and then three little notes. Psalm sixty-three says, I will praise you as long as I live in your name, I will lift up my hands. Mm and then psalms 89 or 88 my eyes are dim with grief i call to you lord every day i spread out my hands to you mm-hmm. so this is another spectrum of your emotions mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. lift up this is a psalms 134 lift up your hands to the holy place and bless the lord mm-hmm. this has a lot to do when we gather with the saints mm-hmm. um and it is it is a command um so this is what i want to say there's an opportunity to step out and watch what the Lord will do because hands were lifted up against the throne of the Lord. Again, I don't want y'all to forget this. The Lord will be at war against the Amalekites from generation to de- generation. Mm. There is an aspect of faith that what you do in the present day with your worship, the Lord will affect for generations. Mm. Yeah, He will go out. Wow. He will go to war against the things that are trying to um, destroy you. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So what we do affects, what we do today affects what happens tomorrow. Um, and uh, our worship today leaves a legacy that will affect generations. That's so
3: so
2: um, whether it is for you and your own family,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know, um, or just for you and yourself, like, yeah. you know, really believe by faith, like in the supernatural, what you do physically affects the supernatural.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And even if you don't feel it by faith, Lord, I know you're taking care of mm-hmm. these things, you know? Um, there's think, so much to worship, man. There's yeah. so much more. And we'll, we'll we'll do some deep dives Uh there's one study that i'm working on but it has to do a lot with the hebrew and greek words mm-hmm. of worship mm-hmm. and postures and how significant and like you're like holy cow i didn't realize yeah. it was that deep mm-hmm. so i was like oh it's very deep yeah you know this is not just something that they just thought of and no no, no. yeah this is holy spirit divine mm-hmm. within the very core of our creation so mm-hmm. yeah
0: that's good alex um i think that i think my like practical encouragement is um, to try something new in that mm-hmm. in that vein, like um, to sow with how mm. you express your love and gratitude and all that with your body, with wow. shouts of praise, with raising your hands. Um, try it at home. Yep. Like maybe that's something different that looks like your quiet time, your you know your secret place with the Lord. Like nor yeah. like maybe you have music sometimes, but maybe you're actually singing. Maybe yeah. you're actually raising your hands in worship as if you would on a Sunday, or maybe that is a next step. Mm. And like as you know, of, on a Sunday with the body, Sally. As
2: of right now, my my children don't judge me when I like put on a hype song mm-hmm. in the living room and dance with them. Mm-hmm. Like they don't, they're not like saying, "Dad, you're silly." Mm-hmm. It's norm. they love it. Yeah. They love it. Yes, it's a party with all of yeah. us. You know but i say that like if perhaps you don't feel like looking looking ridiculous mm-hmm. at church and at home look yeah. ridiculous yeah mm. you know what i'm saying that's that's your, family that's your most secret place like yeah. that's 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 the stuff that you want to pass on yeah, generations like hey for sure. joy of the lord Yep, is my strength i love that you know so uh, i'll say i think and this
1: is my last thing is the bible has clearly proven that we were created to worship mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't believe that, just look at how people respond to celebrities. Yeah. Look at this Taylor Swift stuff. I'm not trying to be funny, but yeah, like, she
0: really put that guy on the map. Right. Oh. Wow. That,
1: that's, but that's my point. Is like <laughs> we're <Yeah>. so attracted, <laughs> we're so attracted to give our loyalty or to give our ad uh, admiration. Yeah. Is that the right word?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Admiration. To somebody
1: yeah. or something. Yeah. So the question is not <laughs> can you worship? Mm-hmm. No, everybody can, because you're created to. It's who is your heart worshiping? Yep. Is it more important to worship yourself? Or to worship the, the creator of the universe. I want
0: to put a little cherry on top. I know mm. I keep saying things, but I want to put a cherry on top of that because that goes back to the expression completes the emotion, mm. the praise completes the joy. If you felt love for your wife and didn't ever tell her, Ooh. it wouldn't be complete. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. you know what I'm saying? So mm. take that next step. Like if you feel the emotion, if you and if you don't wow. feel the emotion, that's the place to start with the Lord. Yes. I've got an affectional deficit It's the way that guy said, to,
2: you said with your words,
0: with your words, with your body. But well, oh, that's whatever, what I'm saying. You know, then like, you also
2: completed it like the physics It's the I mean, expression. It's the expression.
0: Yeah. So think about that. Okay. That's wild, guys. What a great episode. This was really good. I have no more words. I hope you guys have a great day. I don't we will not that. see you for two weeks. Two weeks. Wow. So go don't get break. caught up on everything, and then we're gonna have send in your questions for Revelation, and we will do that two weeks from now. Sweet. Okay, or I guess three weeks from now. I don't know. I can't tell time. Okay, bye. I think it's four weeks. See you
2: guys. Six weeks.
0: Thanks for listening to the Overflow podcast of New River Church, where we seek to provide authentic, practical, biblical encouragement beyond Sunday services. We hope you enjoyed this conversation. And if you'd like to learn more about New River, please visit us online at newriver.church or join us in person on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. and 1115 a.m. We'll talk to you next week, same time, same place. May God cover you with His goodness and grace, and may Jesus always be enough.